This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here on the Teammates Venturing Hour. Thanks for joining us. I am Jake Bakovin. We are at the 93.7 Ticket Studios. And uh, this week we've got a special group of guests. And if you've been with us for, through the first segment, I hope uh, you've been entertained and informed. We'll continue to try to do the same thing here. Uh, Christine Davis uh, serves as a grant management specialist in the Lincoln Teammates office. She is here with us uh, for a second time. Is that right? Are you? Uh, yes. Yeah, twice. So that's, uh, that's very cool. I wonder how many times that's been done in uh, Teammates Mentoring Hour history. Uh, we also have... Eugene, uh, who was uh, first matched as a teammate in, as an elementary student, is now in college. Uh, and his mentor, Brad, who is here, uh, he's been a Lincoln uh, teammate as a mentor since 2007. So uh, once again, if you're just joining us, you uh, now know the group. And, and if uh, you're uh, following along, we can just kind of continue down these paths. And of course, we have a lot of different questions still to kind of uh, go through as throughout the, throughout the teammates mentoring hour. And if you guys want to uh, add into the discussion or, or ask questions yourselves, go ahead and hit us up on the Haunt of Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685. Or if it's easier to text, same number, start a him in text line, 402-464-5685. We'd love for you guys uh, to contribute to the conversation as well. Uh, so as we go down this, I thought that was one one interesting tidbit you had as we were going to break uh, there, Christine, is that the average uh, mentoring length is about 2.9 years, which uh, almost three years, that's, uh, that's pretty impressive, but it it doesn't touch what Brad does over here. No, so uh, maybe if you it. can uh, kind of go on uh, and talk about uh, that, that three, about three year average is usually. Yeah. And, uh, and the, the sort of standard for national mentoring programs is, is a three year, try to hit a three year okay. mark. Um, we're absolutely delighted to hit that in Lincoln because we have so very many volunteers in our community who are, are committed to our program. So, uh, but about 25% of our mentors do what, what Brad did, and they just want to hang in till graduation because they have a relationship and they don't want it to end, and we're good with that. Yeah. So you know, it sometimes depends on the relationship with the workplace, and there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces to it. But um, yeah, that's our that's our that's our average. And is is I can't remember is it uh, fifth grade is about is that when it can start. Third. Third grade is when it can start. Mm -hmm. um, does the time, I guess, commitment change if it's third grade to high school, middle school? Or is it all about kind of a it's lunch all, period type of deal? It's all about the same. It's 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 one class period, class and period. it's a, a non uh, core class, so uh, we don't pull kids out of their out of their academic subjects to mentor. And um, yeah, it's a, it's about an hour. Um, you, usually, a class period is a little bit less than that. Yeah. And you know, sometimes. It, depending on schedules and stuff, it might be 30 minutes. <laughs> so that can vary a little bit throughout the life of the mentorship too. And is it is it usually a certain day of the week? I mean, when you talk about consistency, mm -hmm. is it the same day? Is it the same for everybody? Or do they get a, you kind of pick a day that works? Or uh, Every student's schedule is unique hmm. and mentors as well. So we just work to find what what fits that match, what, what works for them. And usually you stick with the same day of the week, at least for a semester, especially when they get in the upper grades their schedules are going to be changing more. And so sometimes you have to mix it up a little bit. You guys maybe know that. Yeah, consistency is really key. And it's easy for them mm -hmm. to remember Tuesday, my teammates there. And they start to get excited about that yeah. throughout the week and throughout the weekend and thinking about things that they want to talk about and go through. So if you can be consistent, that helps. But the schools are amazing about working with you. So if your schedule changes and I can't make it, 
Tuesday this week, so I'm going to be there Friday. Or I'm going to miss next week because I'm going to be out of town, so I'm going to be here on Monday and I'm going to be here on Friday. Mm. Same for me. I, I'm training tomorrow during the time I would mentor one of my um, one of my students, so we're switching to Friday, and it's it's generally not a problem. The other thing I want to say, just just to kind of ease people's worry, is you know we want you to shoot for like 24 meetings a, uh, a year, a school year. There's 36 potential uh, weeks that you could meet but 24 is kind of what we like to set as a goal hmm. so it's not the expectation that you just you can never miss and you can't take vacation and yeah. you know, all <laughs> the other things you can still have your life and um and be there eugene uh you know just from that that standpoint um how 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 much did it help you kind of that consistency kind of thinking whatever you know day it was that you guys planned to meet um you know did you look forward to that day did you kind of have to plan your your class work around it at all or um not really i mean teachers were amazing about it they really understood they were like uh i usually just got a little slip and they were like hey you have your teammate and so i would just go meet him in the office um and yeah, like Brad said, I'll look forward to meeting with him. So usually it was like Wednesdays or Tuesdays, like middle, like uh, in the middle of the week. So um, definitely, I what Brad said, like we look forward to it, and it's pretty, pretty much spot on yeah well i also wanted to ask you too because it's kind of interesting that you had uh, uh two mentors did you have were you kind of nervous going into your next one or, or what kind of led you to continue the program after your first mentor was go got a job out of state or what it, what it was so when my first mentor left um yeah it was it was a little sad um not gonna lie but and then brad came along and i was a little skeptical about it you know just going to another person and after the first time me and Brad met, I was like, yeah, this guy's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. And I just went with it. And yeah, I don't, I wouldn't say I regret it or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty cool. Well, and, it, and it's cool to see you guys, you know, kind of now friends outside of the teammates <laughs> mentoring program. Um, what kind of led to that at, at the end? You just you hit it off so well. It, yeah. You got stayed in contact. Um, gosh. Uh, so it's, it's kind of crazy. So my cousin somehow knew Brad. And from after I left out of state, um, I got my uh, Raz number from my cousin. So when I, when I came back, I like sh uh, shot him a text and everything. And I guess from then on out, it was just like every once in a while we'd meet up, like get coffee and just talk. And yeah, it's pretty yeah. much awesome. That's very cool. And because I now I can't remember, is there a it because the the teammates uh, program ends in high school, but is there a there's like an there's a possibility you can continue through college. Yep. You can um, you can join something called Teammates Plus. That's yeah, that's yep. right. And uh, you mm -hmm. have a uh, as you said, a much less frequent meeting schedule, um, but you have some other scholarship opportunities, continuing scholarship opportunities too for college in, in Teammates Plus, and you just continue the relationship. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, very cool. Uh, and I think uh, some other things that we wanted to get to is uh, kind of your path to mentorship, kind of what brought, uh, we'll go with you guys here. Uh, Christine, what kind of brought you to, to teammates? It was uh, in 2020, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually got hired four days before pandemic closure. Oh, wow. LPS. So my onboarding was really weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I have a long history with mentoring. Um, uh, for LPS in a different capacity with highly gifted kids. 
So, you know, I watched teammates coming into the buildings where I worked all the time and thought, what is this? This is like, and oftentimes when I go to check in, they'd be like, okay, so you're here for teammates? And no, I'm a mentor, but not that kind of mentor. <laughs> and I didn't know what that kind of mentor was exactly. I just knew that it was happening, you know, in parallel to what I was doing. What I did know is that one-on-one -on -one is fabulous for kids. It's just, there's just, there's nothing that, that is a good substitute for that. As mm -hmm. far as I'm concerned, and I, because I worked with a sort of special population, I thought so many times every single kid in this school would benefit from having an adult come into this building and spend an hour with them, every one of them. So when I saw this opportunity at teammates, I thought, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I could help make more of that happen. Yeah, helping. Yeah, yeah, so that's how it. Wow, that's really cool. And Brad, you kind of you touched in it earlier, but um, you know what kind of brought you to, to teammates? Um, and and you know, I, I, I think we were we're talking about during the break too. Is is maybe if you had some extra downtime? Yeah, no, that extra downtime did not exist. So <laughs> when I when I finally stopped making excuses for why I was not part of the teammates program, um, at that point I was managing a bank investment program, so I had. 100 agents across seven states. Um, so I was doing some traveling, a fair amount of traveling. And I also had three kids from age seven to 14. So it's not like that didn't keep me busy as well. But this is something that's during the work day. Uh, my employer was willing to allow me some, the flexibility to be able to go and do that. And when you think about one hour a week, if you're working 50 hours, that's 2% of your time. If I can't find some way to be just a little bit more efficient during the week to make up that 2% of time, I'm probably not a very good mentor anyhow. <laughs> um, so it just came down to this is something that I think I can add some value. I think it would add value to my life in doing that. So jump in. Jump in with both feet and let's go. Yeah, absolutely. And what is what is it that you feel like it the, the value that's kind of added to your life is, you know, it, it does. Uh, what does, I guess, teammates do for you? One, it gives you hope. I mean, I, how many times have you ever heard somebody say, oh, this younger generation? And you spend a little bit of time in school and you realize <laughs> that this younger generation is really pretty amazing. Yeah. Are they different than our generation or our parents' generation? Yeah, but their parents were saying the same thing, this younger generation. <laughs> but it really gives you a lot of hope about what amazing things that are happening in our schools and the amazing people that are there. But it also just in developing that relationship with somebody else. And, and as I mentioned before, when I'd go in and, and start having those discussions, whether they knew it or not, I was putting those same requirements on myself. Mm -hmm. And it made me a better listener. It made me a better coach to my employees because th taking that time to pause and the patience to listen and thinking about the next question to get them to figure out what that next step is instead of just telling them, just do this. So... It, it helped me in my career and my personal development as well as hopefully brought a little bit of wisdom to, to the gentleman that I've mentored. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think we should, we should too, uh, talk about um, the fact that your employer, New York Life, you know, kind of allows you that opportunity. I'm, I, and, and, and kind of expand it into kind of the, the, um, the companies around town that, that will do that because um, it is it seems to be a kind of a, a working partnership at, at some point to uh, allow your employees to do this. And, and it's, it's very cool to, to find a, a, you know, a, a workplace that will allow that. Yeah. Mentoring is really good for communities. I mean, it's it's for what, what you develop. It's for what, what young people develop. But it's also good for employees. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 
there's a lot of research now to suggest that employees are more um, energized when they <laughs> when they have an opportunity to volunteer during the workday. During the workday, specifically, hmm. they leave work, they come back, and they just feel like, okay, the world is good. <laughs> yeah. I've been out in it a little bit. I feel better about myself, and and so now I have more to give, and um, and studies bear it out. So um, I think I think businesses that that you know are willing to look at that and kind of get outside that yeah but it's you know that one more hour um really might be surprised we have so many different partners in this community um emeritus this year set a goal of having 50 mentors in our program um and there's others who really hmm. make a significant commitment in terms of of their um, associates time but I, I think they wouldn't be doing that if it wasn't good for business too yeah, yeah, absolutely. So sometimes the bottom line does get in the way of, the, of things, but it is uh, it is good to hear that that you know the studies kind of bear that out, and that and that's a possibility. Uh, Brad, were you always at a, a workplace that would maybe allow you to do this? Yeah. So it, and they've they've always given me that opportunity. So one was very structured and and um, spent more time in the office. Where now I'm I own my own business, and so I have a little bit um, different flexibility. Not that there aren't some things that are dictated to my schedule but um so that has changed a little bit but yes in in most cases where i've been is allowed that opportunity to yeah go spend the hour go spend spend the time in the community make a difference weird example i just was going to throw one more thing out we even have mentors who are deployed in the military Mm -hmm. yes and they continue mentoring um, via zoom wow from their sites of deployment so it there's a lot of workarounds. We learned a lot of things during the pandemic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot more Zoom meetings than uh, we had before. Yeah. Uh, but that that's really cool. I mean, I, I did not know that. That would be a very, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you would feel maybe a little bit extra special as the, the mentee to think, wow, they're, they're taking their time out of out of that specific job to uh, to say uh, something to me. That, that's very cool. Uh, I did want to ask, uh, ask you this, Eugene. Um, obviously, you're young. You've got a lot ahead of you. But uh, do you think at some point you might be interested in, in mentoring? Yeah. So um, me and Brad were actually just talking about it. So I was thinking about joining for teammates um, after I get settled in with college. Um, and as of right now, it's looking like my sophomore or even the beginning of my junior. So that is uh, that is something that I'm looking forward to, like starting and like for what my plan is. I want to do what Brad did: start young and see it through and watch someone graduate. Yeah, pretty, pretty cool. That'll be very special. That's really cool. And I and I have heard there are a lot of uh, former mentees that do make that jump. Yep. I just I, I just had someone in renewal training. She's 27 years old. I want to tell you this as an inspiration. She started mentoring when she was 21. She was a former mentee. Just like you're describing, she's been mentoring for six years already. Wow! And wow. she has three kids. And I mean, it's just kind of that same thing. She said, "But you know what?" She said, "I can make the time. I really, I really can make this happen." And uh, she also said, after she went through training, "I can't believe that she stuck with me." <laughs> she said, "Sometimes I was kind of a zombie." <laughs> but she said, "Those are probably the days I needed her the most." Those were the days I needed her the most when I had the least to give. Yeah, yeah, that that, that can be. Sometimes maybe you would might feel that too. Is that you're? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully you don't ever feel you know like you walk away feeling like I don't feel like I inspired them or something. But you know it, maybe it, there are days where it's less exciting than others. Huh? It absolutely happens. My, my first mentor, um, 
had some a lot of stuff going on in his life and and um, a lot of stuff going on in schools and I just would struggle sometimes thinking I just don't know if I'm connecting I'm not I'm not sure that that we're understanding each other very well and it, at the time when I'd really start to feel like how how can I make a difference because I don't think that I am I'd get a call from the school and said hey we've talked to this mentors um, mentees parents they've said it's okay if we call you they just wanted you to know here's what's going on here's what he did here's the the way that the solution for the school and the mentor is going to work through some of this stuff and so when you realize at that point when they're at their lowest they want you to know and be part of that that okay yeah I am making a difference and even though I couldn't feel it they most certainly were feeling it wow that, that is that is very cool um and in and, and just you know it, it's very insightful I, that's, that's a good story uh Christine I, I did want to ask you this too because I know you have two different mentors um is that is that popular or is it usually people stick to one? Oh, uh, two mentees. Mentees, sorry, mentees. mentees. Yeah. yeah, those are easy to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've probably said the um, wrong one several times by now. But. <laughs> you know, um, I wouldn't say it's terribly common, um, but um, it, it's not um, out of the question. Hmm. Uh, you need to be mentoring for a, t- a while um, so that we know you kind of have a track record and and you will stay the course and stay committed and all of that. But um, it's a little um, less unusual in among the staff, primarily because, you know, you keep in mind, we know all the kids who are waiting. Yeah. That's <laughs> this right. is the hardest yeah. part of the job. <laughs> it's like, can I mentor 18 kids? You know? <laughs> um, and sometimes um, in the case, you know, I had one mentee that was going great. And then an, another um, young person actually had been matched and um, something that's quite unusual in our program happened and the mentor just stopped showing up. Hmm. And it was pretty traumatic for that young person. You know, why? <laughs> and so when that happens, we want to be sure that the next person who comes into their life is absolutely solid. And so sometimes that's a, that's a member of the staff. Yeah. And it was true in, in this case. Um, I, I choose not to let my mentees know that I'm on the teammate staff actually, cause I don't want them to think I'm being paid to <laughs> be their mentor. Yeah. Cause so yeah, it, 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 it's, there's, there's a handful of people who mm-hmm. say, I think I can, I think I can do this twice a week. Yeah, that's very cool. And then uh, I guess, is there, you know, obviously every, every kid's different. Are you kind of used to the different approach from, you know, from one child oh, to the next? Oh, they could not be more different. Really? <laughs> I mean, they could not be more different. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And so, you know. Different plans. Very different, uh, very different approach with both of them. One is super talkative, wanted to walk and talk. That's what we did for like three solid months. Just walked around the building and talked. Uh, the other one, not so much. Yeah, but we're finding other ways to connect. We're both um, creatives. I'm a poet and writer, and she's a, she draws amazing artist, and so we find ways to connect around that. Very cool. And one little tidbit I wanted to wrap up too is there is there an age I guess uh, where you <laughs> I guess kind of thinking about Eugene is there an age to prefer to start an age to be at before you want to start as a mentor? Well. About a third of our mentor force is is um, that 18 to about 30. Okay. About a third of our mentor force is 30 <laughs> to 51. And about a third is 51 and older. Okay. So there isn't a magic age. And, you know, for some people who, uh, you know, 
think, oh, I need to be like really young or a young person's not going to want to hang out with me. I'm like, yeah, look at me. I think I'm cool. I don't know. It's the silver hair. I'm not sure. But, you know, if you're a good listener, you're engaged, you're interested in their life. What's not to like? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you want to make a difference, committed to make a difference, I think you can make a difference. So that's uh, that's very cool. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take another break. We as we have to, we got to pay off the sponsors here. But uh, also uh, as a tease, let's uh, let's let them know we've got uh, some bios on some of the kids potentially, yeah. Um, yeah. so you can kind of get an idea of, of again, you'll be matched. It's not just a random uh, you know main meeting up with uh, somebody. You'll be matched here. So uh, we'll kind of let you know what some of those bios look like, and maybe you'll hear something that said, "Hey, I'm kind of I want to do this." I'm interested uh, in the similar things. Maybe that's a match for me. So we'll do that next year on the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. We'll be right back.